When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. You're now listening to The Check-In with Black Menswear. And I'm your host, Neandre Broussard, CEO and founder of Black Menswear. It's unfortunate that black men have had to fight negative perceptions that not only make our personal journeys more difficult, but directly impact the wider African-American community. On The Check-In, we provide proof against these stereotypes by discussing engaging topics that uplift our community through interviews of inspiring individuals with stories of racks to riches, defeat to victory, and just downright interesting stuff you'll want to hear. Although Black Men's World was birthed out of a love for men's fashion and style, that love has blossomed into one of the internet's foremost communities for men to gain encouragement encouragement, inspiration, and of course, style and swag tips. We've literally gone viral over and over again for our flash mobs. Now, you ain't got to be black to listen to this podcast, but you do have to keep an open mind and have a desire to be a part of something to change the narrative. Thanks for tapping in. This is The Check-In with Black Men's Wear. What's up, everybody? Neandre Broussard here with Black Men's Wear, and you are tuned in for another episode of The Check-In with Black Men's Wear and the Revolt Podcast Network. We're filming today live from Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm in the presence of a artist, a multidisciplinary artist who's here with us today, my guy K-Camp, man. Oh, appreciate bro. you taking your time and tapping with us, bro. Love, bro, love. Appreciate y'all having me, man. Man, so now, you know, for those that don't know you, I don't know where they've been, but for those that don't know you, yeah. right... Give yourself, give your 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 introduction of who K Camp K Camp is to the world. K Camp is the goat man, float. You know, what I'm saying from the north side, born in Milwaukee, raised in Atlanta. Um, entrepreneur, family man, um, creator, innovator, influencer. And I ain't talking about social media influencer. I'm talking about just influence the culture. You know, um, black man, um, solid black man, experienced black man. You know, all of the above. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Carry a, a great aura by myself. Um, dress nice, smell nice, nice teeth, nice skin. You know, I keep going. Now, why music? You know what I'm saying? Why, why, why did that spark your interest? Um, music ran in the family. Um, grandma, auntie, uncles. You know what I'm saying? They was they was heavily into the music scene. You know, my auntie played in the band. Uncle played the bass, played it all the festivals back at home. Um, another one of my uncles played for Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, all the NFL, NBA celebrities in Vegas. He was like a, a big pianist. Uh, pianist. He, uh, what, what his name was Arthur. Look it up, Arthur Harvey on, on Google. You'll see him. Bow head, black dude, just playing the hell out of the piano, singing and shit. Um, it was just in the family, and I think it just it, just, it was in the bloodline, and it just fell in, fell in my lap. You know mm. what I'm saying? The more I understood it. I was playing ball at first, you know what I'm saying? Basketball was my first love, so. And, you know, 12th grade, you know, you know, everybody got their little story. When they, when they shit go left, I needed a plan B. <clears throat> plan B was the music, you know what I'm saying? It came to me naturally, and I just stuck it out, you know what I'm saying? I just uh, recorded myself, liking the way I, I sounded, liking what I was talking about at a, at a young age, and just kept going. You think uh, 
being in Atlanta contributes to some of that? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Atlanta, the, Atlanta is, the, is the mecca of this shit still. You know what I'm saying? Like, from the outcasts to the Gucci to the Tilt mm-hmm. to the Jeezy to, to the underground artists by name right now, you probably have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Um, yeah, all that shit played a big role in, in, in you know what I'm saying, my flavor. Yeah. yeah, 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 man. Like, and I, I like, I like your music. Even going back to, you know, what I'm saying, oh nine, two thousand ten, was my college days. Yeah, so for we sure, lit, for right? sure. Yeah, <laughs> even, even now to to recent music that's brought out, like the melodic part. Mm-hmm. And I wanted yeah. out there as you were talking about the history of your yeah, family and music. Is sure. that plays to play into some of that? Yeah, everybody was singers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't even technically, I don't even call myself a singer. I just know how to hold a tone. A nice tone, you know. I know what worked for me, cause I, you know, what I'm saying, if I could sing like a motherfucker, trust me, I mean, <laughs> my bitch is blowing. I swear to God, but you know, what I'm saying, I know what I'm what I'm great at, and I know how to manage what I'm great at. And um, it's the best of both worlds, you know. So when it comes to rapping, when it comes to melodic, when it comes to just melodies or writing songs, or it just I just know how to do that shit real well. But that's a, that's a very mature answer too, cause a lot of people get out their lane. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they don't, they don't sure. stay in their lane sure. and they try to for do sure. a lot of different stuff and it, and it, it comes back and bite them. Yeah, for sure. For uh, sure. They try to go back to what they Yeah. Yeah. But, it, but as an artist, as a creator, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't put yourself in a box either. You got you to at least try some shit. Mm-hmm. Try it once. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't going to like what you do. True. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't going to be a fan. So even if you try some different shit and niggas ain't fucking with it, of course you got to go back to what the fuck yeah. everybody like. Right. But at the same time, you don't want to get put in no box. So. Me, you know what I'm saying, before I even, you know what I'm saying, got on the scene, like, I was writing to pop records, Caribbean beats, all type of shit, mm-hmm. just so I wouldn't be stuck in just trap shit, rap shit, you know what I'm saying, I didn't want to be just yeah. a one-dimensional artist, I wanted to know how to just, if somebody threw me that type of record, I'd know how to get on that, i know how to get on yeah. that, and that's why I'm up the range, you know, I can take it anywhere I want, you know what I'm saying, I can go do some off-the-wall shit, yeah. but I don't know if they're going to fuck with that, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> so I choose not to do it, but... You know what I'm saying? It's possible. You know what I'm saying? As an artist, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to make art. You're supposed yeah, to just do right. all type of free range shit. Right. Ain't no limits to what you can do. But you still got to cater to what the people want. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And what you want at the end of the day, too. So, you know. It's a balance to it. Yeah. Because a lot so. of times, you know, people are like, nah, I'm sticking to this. This is what I'm going to do. But if don't nobody want exactly. that, how do you? You got to transition. Yeah. You got to figure it out. But that play a role of just being in tune with the culture and knowing what the fuck going on with who you rapping or singing to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of folks be out of tune. That's when you hear a record and you be like, what the hell this nigga talking about? Yeah. Because right. they don't know what the fuck right. going on. <laughs> right. They in the studio where they just out the mix and they just want to go record and drop some shit and, and you're not talking about nothing that's relevant mm-hmm. to what's going on. So mm-hmm. being in tune play a big role in this shit. Yeah. You in tune, bro. For uh, sure. And, and, and it's funny to think about it's like, um, bro, you, I don't know if you know this, but we was looking at this and we like, this is crazy. One of your tracks, mm-hmm. right, on TikTok has 14 million videos. Yeah, for sure. Like other people. Lottery, probably, yeah. 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 And, it, and, it's, and it's like, bro, that's, that's, that's wild. Nuts, that's nuts. That's wild. My like, opinion, that record should be diamond right now. <laughs> I shouldn't be having to rap for another three, four years out there. So well, let me ask you, like, how does, how, does, how does something like that work? Does that go towards streams or how does... And from from a from a, from a, from a uh, artist benefit perspective, yeah, it's popularity. But mm-hmm. how does how does that work for you? You know, in the beginning, when when lottery broke, TikTok was a new platform. Okay, yeah. So a lot of shit wasn't really um, trans translating to DSPs. Um, 
And it was the first 15 seconds. That's why a lot of folks thought the song was called Renegade when it was right, called right. Lottery. Because yeah, it, it was, it was yeah, Reezy yeah. Tag that was going in the, okay. in the beginning of the song. And like, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure now the the connection between the DSPs and TikTok is a lot different because a lot of, you know what I'm saying, there's a lot more deals going through the platforms with, yeah. the, with, the, with the labels and shit and they probably got a, a more better understanding. But when my shit broke on there, it was just like free range. So a lot of folks didn't put two and two together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If you searching Renegade on, on Apple Music, ain't finding it, you going back to TikTok just trying to, you know what I'm saying? You, yeah, it wasn't, no, right. it yeah. wasn't the right connection. Yeah. So it didn't really get the full shit. You know what I'm saying? It was popularity, which is cool, but I'd take money over popularity. Any day. Any day, you yeah. feel me? So, you know, that was just a learning curve, you know what I'm saying? But it happened. It, it, it helped um, boost me back into the youth. You know what I'm saying? So it played it played its role. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you know, when, when Lottery came out, niggas ain't know I had Kiss Five in the cut. So Lottery went crazy. And I dropped an amazing album on them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they're like, like stop playing with me. Like yeah. I ain't no just this ain't no TikTok shit. Right. <laughs> right. I do this shit for I real. Do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it worked out, you know what I'm saying? I, I got my complaints about it, but I got my, you know what I'm saying, shit I love about it. So it is what it is. What would you say is probably the hardest thing when it comes to music and it comes to being relevant and staying in the culture? What would you say is probably the hardest thing that a lot of people that you see, you know, again, you're in a city like Atlanta where music, yeah. music, there's a lot of brothers that are, sure. that are attempting to go that route, yeah. but a lot of them get stuck. What would you say is one of the hardest things to, to, to deal with, to overcome in that space? Uh, momentum. Mm. Momentum and um, saving that bread. It's easy to spend that bread. Yeah. It's, 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 it's hard to keep it, especially if you don't know how to manage your money. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't got no understanding in the background of how to, you know, uh, properly put it in certain spots that's gonna make you money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Us as you know, what I'm saying, you know, we, we 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 black. We like to we like to ball. Yeah. We like to have fun. We like to go to strip club. I don't know what you like to do. I like to go to strip club. I like to vibe out. You yeah, feel me? Right, and it's right, easy right. to trick off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not even trick off like in a way with like. Buying a bitch back, like excuse my French, you know what I'm saying? No, but um, trick the money out, like just spend it, spend yeah. it, spend it, spend it. You know what I'm saying? Nobody teaching you how to how to save and how to, you know. But going back to momentum, I think that's one of the hardest things. It's, it's underrated when when they talk about momentum because you can't do shit without momentum. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you can build you can build so much momentum up, and some some you know what I'm saying? Left field, fuck it up. Now you back at square one. Right. And nobody checking for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to do that shit over again. That right. could take a year. It could take six months. It could take two years. It could take right. three years. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like momentum is one of them things that is like, it's, it's one of them sleepers that people don't really understand, like the value of it. Because you got to think. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. By like, um, example, momentum, uh, Wayne. When Wayne came out, he was giving you dedication. He was, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. on everybody's shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. He dropped his album, he go diamond. Right. If he didn't do all that extra. To get there, yeah. It wouldn't be the same story. Yeah. That was off momentum. Yeah. How little baby, future, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Momentum, right. you know what I'm saying? When, when, when Esco got locked up, he dropped the project, 56 nights, you know what I'm saying? Like, all that shit is momentum. Yeah. It's, it's building on something, a moment, to make another moment. Mm. And 
it's harder that when we ain't got that, you what you what you standing on. Yeah. And folks don't don't give a fuck. So momentum, I say that. That's a good that's a good point, man. And and that's that is like you say that that relevance and that longevity. If you can keep keep making moments, keep building momentum, yeah. that allows you to have to have that longevity yeah. in, in, in so, the industry, any any field, right? Any, any field. Any field. Any yeah. field. You gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta capitalize off a moment. Yes. Now let me let me ask you, you know, got new music out, mm-hmm. right? Um what about this project is special for you? Um, the album ain't out yet. I dropped Spin the Block earlier this year. Yeah. Um, it was my first actual independent release. Okay. Like like a real independent release. Yeah. And I caught a single off there, well, of course. You know, I kept a single on every fucking album. <laughs> but um, I caught a single out there and I tore it off that single independently. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which I put out six songs this year and it carried me the whole year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like that, that that was just a proud moment, just just understanding, because you know what I'm saying. In the background, we've been learning this shit for years, as far as like how to how the industry work, how the majors, you know what I'm saying, what they who they outsource to, how mm-hmm. how this shit really work, getting the full understanding, of how can we move uh, independently? Even though when I was signed to a label, I was still moving independently. I've been putting my money up since I got in the game, so I wasn't unaware of the situation, but I, I wasn't aware of how much that shit actually cost. Yeah, yeah, but. You know what I'm saying? I put myself on two tours this year. Put out a, uh, a EP with six songs. My single, I co-produced. Uh, it should been, it should been, it been smooth. You know what I'm saying? Like you got just, you got to look at your yearly. You know what I'm saying? You got to just understand what, what is going to, how much you gonna put in, how much you gonna get back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At this level, as far as the independent, like yeah. I got to understand if I put X amount of dollars in, I'm gonna get this back. I know yeah. I got to do this, this, this to make this. You right. know what I'm saying? So. That's the game I'm playing right now. And I, um, I actually just dropped, uh, a record just dropped today, or last night at 12, called Young and Free. It's the lead single off uh, my project that I got dropping in December. So it's going to be my second official uh, independent release. And it's striking all the playlists. Y'all can go have music now. Y'all can see that new nigga daily, better new song. It's shot down. Yeah, for sure. It's shot down. Now, you, you, you brought up a point, you know, really around independent, like, You've been independent for a while when it comes to how you've run the business. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of things, and what, what I've seen, I just go off of what I see from people, they they think one thing about independent, but then they don't understand the grind that goes into that. Well, that shit, hell. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shit, hell. Because you got you to gotta handle all the parts of it, right? Yeah, or you got to You got to strategically get teams that handle all the yeah, parts. Yeah, make sure your system in place. Yeah. How important is that? Your system, the people around you? It's everything. Yeah. Without it, you ain't gonna, ain't shit gonna shake. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can't do it all by yourself. I don't care what a nigga say. If you really want to make, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you really want to make some shit shake, you you gotta you gotta put a team together. You gotta build a strong uh, system around you and just know how this shit actually work. You know what I'm saying? Just as far as what you whatever you doing, you gotta just put them people in place that that's gonna work for what you doing. Yeah, because everybody ain't gonna work for what you doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just just Having them key uh, assets aligned, and you know, and a lot of money gets spent, bro. Yeah, it's I didn't realize yeah. it's an investment. Yeah. It's a big investment. Yeah, it's a risk. It's like you at the casino. It's like you're in Vegas. You put that money up, pray you don't lose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And pray, pray you gain. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Either you gonna hit or you gonna lose. So, hey, what it is? Well, if you hit, you gonna hit big. Yeah. And if you lose, you gonna just take that. Hell. And then the, the point of that though, if you hit big. How you hoarding? How you holding on to some of that? Reinvesting, yeah, right, right back in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I don't want to hit big and it'd be like, I'm cool now. I'm putting that shit, I'm doing the same formula. Yeah. Putting that bit right back in, might throw a little extra on top. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how, how I think about it. What, man, for you, so for you being in the industry over this amount of time, man, what's probably what's one of the best pieces of advice you receive? And at the same time, what's one of the worst pieces of advice that somebody ever told you because you probably ain't received it? You're like, nah, I ain't, ain't going to take that. But. Um, best advice. Uh, you know, it's crazy. I was uh, I was on YouTube yesterday, and I was watching um, Mike Tyson train Buddy, the boxer. Right, it was like a fifty minute documentary. And um, I'm just watching it, just vibing. And towards the end, that nigga Mike Tyson said some shit that made my like my hell my arm go up. Uh I'm probably gonna misquote it, but that shit like made me feel away. When shit made me feel away, I take heed of it. Mm-hmm. Um he was talking about the boxer. He was like, you know what I'm saying, it's the reason why you here. You know what I'm saying? It's the reason why you with me, it's the reason why you in this position, you know what I'm saying, you favored by God. You know what I'm saying? God got you covered. God God is taking a liking to you. Mm-hmm. And he said, just as much as God taking a liking to you, the devil is too. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And it hit me like, that's that that probably one of the choice statements because you can be, oh yeah, everything working out, but at yeah. the same time, devil on your head. Right. So it just keeping that, you know what I'm saying, keeping your mind disciplined, keeping your focus locked in and just... So when you say good advice, that kind of like for sure realign yeah, me a little bit. Sure. Like all right, bet you know. Say so I didn't hear a lot of good advice, but I just can't think of it at the top of my head. But for sure. that's the most recent thing I just heard. It just kind of stuck. As far as bad advice, but I didn't hear so much of that shit. <laughs> I didn't hear too much of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Just just folks just telling me what I should do. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. what what they think I should do. When you know what I'm saying? If I want to do it this way, let me bump my head and figure out and learn it and do it a different way. Like, man, the bad advice is the endless. <laughs> it's endless, dog. It's yeah. endless. You feel me? It just, and it, it ain't always bad advice. It's just what, what, what they do. Like, that's what you would do. Don't tell me what right, I should do. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I think anybody who tries to tell somebody what to do and they ain't done it yet, it's bad advice. Right. That's like, true. if you ain't experienced it, if you ain't been in it, don't tell me how to do something. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, show me your wounds and your scars and this shit. Then... I might be like, all right, cool. But if you ain't got no experience, don't tell me how to do what I do. You know, quick people quick to give you, but, give you advice that they have no that they have no what? relationship with. What? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so when something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim, holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. For you, man, um, you know, having having a, a career that's taken you to many different places, mm-hmm. right? Uh, what's probably one of your most enjoyable concert moments, cities, place that you've been to where you were just like, Yo, this okay. Yeah. It was a vibe over there. Um, I got a lot, bro. Um, as far as like concert wise, like I, anywhere my fans at, anywhere anywhere my fans giving me a thousand percent energy and just singing my words back to back, and I really ain't gotta do too much, and I'm just you know what I'm saying one with the crowd and just yeah. everybody just on one accord. I feel like that's the moments that I live for. So it's like I can't just pick one place. 
because I, like I said, I did two tours here back to back, bro. That's what my voice sound like this. I, I had to go to the ENT and try to <laughs> get my shit together because my shit fucked up. But um, it was it was it was it was a lot of cities out there that I just felt like this is where I'm supposed to be going. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I thought I was gonna say it was my favorite place to travel. Um, now they separate, so you travel separate from. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you traveling when you touring, but like That's touring right. is work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you moving around, but you ain't working. Yeah, you feel me? But um, as far as like traveling, um, you know everybody loves Turks. I love Turks. I had a ball in Turks. I threw a whole house party in Turks on the island. I had to get the fuck up out of there. I had it too lit. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Uh, Dubai. Um, of course, like Jamaica and all that shit. There's a lot of places I still want to go that I ain't been. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to go to London next week to shoot my content for this album that I'm rolling out. Uh, oh, we had a good time in London. That is? Yeah. yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I've been there before, but I, I ain't never like just shot like and been creative in London, for real. Um, but yeah, like just look, you know, it's a lot of places I, I still want to go. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait to get to, but, you know, just to answer your question, like as far as like the fans and shit, that's like... That's what it is. Now, for you, uh, with this album coming up, you said December. Yeah. Right, December. What What can fans expect on that? Uh, real shit, vibe shit, melodic shit, bounce, um, um, good features. Um, just float, you know what I'm saying? Just me. Um, I cater more to, like, um, I want to say the streets and just... The, the culture with this one because mm-hmm. a lot of my you know I got a big female fan base and they be wanting me to sing all the goddamn time and you know what I'm saying like that's cool and all I love I love making music but I been wanting to pop my shit yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> what I can let me hear I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta pop my shit sometimes so Flow is just Flow to London is just popping my shit and just tapping in with my producer uh, Trapping in London he a part of this project mm. I wanted to get him the look that he deserved you know what I'm saying he produced the whole project mm. so it's gonna be a good one though. My guys rock with it. My, my, my team fucking with it. My my uh my brother Bo said probably one of my best ones. I ain't think so, but he thinks so. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love it, brother. I love it, man. So now man, what what's what's one thing that a lot of people don't know about you? Um what they don't know about me. Uh I talk a lot of shit. Um I hoop. Um, I'm a vibe. They probably know that. Uh, I like to have fun, man. I like to get active. You know what I'm saying? I got my, I got my, I got my days. When I'm, I don't want to be like right now. I'm in October, November. Well, I had a busy at October, but November is my month. I don't want to be fucked with. I'm gonna yeah. be in the house every day. Gotcha. I been want to sleep early. I've been, you know what I'm saying, trying to get my, trying to, you know, get right for 24. Yeah, yeah. I got right. to reset. Yeah. I know next year gonna be a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be a lot. So I like to hibernate. You feel me? But um, I'm a family man. I ain't got no kids. Uh, shit, I don't know. Shit, my my family know a lot about me, but I don't know what the fuck they don't know. <laughs> so you said you, you you referenced the float movement. Yeah, to God, like how does how how have your fans got so devoted to you to be floaters? Uh, is it what it is? But like, I'm a, I feel like I'm a lifestyle artist. Uh, I talk about what's going on, you know what I'm saying? I I, I, I get true emotion and like every year I feel like I just gotta evolve to something else. And um one thing I'm big on, I just don't wanna look like last year. I don't wanna feel like last year, I don't wanna look like last year, I don't care how good the year was. 
I don't want to feel like that. I want to look like that. I want to transform in some type of way. If, if it's a name change, if it's more tattoos, if it changes my hair, cutting my hair, changing my wardrobe, something okay. got to yeah. change. You feel me? Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Ever since I've been in the game, like, I done had plenty of names. I done had K-Way. I done had uh, Camp. I done had uh, Way. I done had King Slum. I've been changing it ever since I got in. And, you know what I'm saying, at this point in my, I've been float for like two years. But, like, that just, at that moment when I was just in the studio, that's just how I felt. You know what I'm saying? First of all, I was probably high. I was floating for real. <laughs> I was floating for real. But in a different aspect of it, you know what I'm saying, I just feel like when it comes to the music, I float on every instrumental. When it comes to the bullshit and like people throw at me, I float over, I elevate over all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it was more than just, you know what I'm saying, getting high. It was just like, I just feel like I'm just floating over everything. I'm my, I'm, my aura, my aura is there. I'm my true self. I'm just floating. You know, yeah. I elevate. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I was. And you know, ever since I came in the game, my first project was become a fan, fan for life, fan for life too. You know what I'm saying? So floaters is just a, a branch off to connecting all that shit together. I got a cult following, so I got to give them. Something to connect to me. You know, I'm floating. Y'all right floaters, on. you know what I'm saying? Right like, if I was on stage rapping, everybody in the background, they did the floaters. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. on some goddamn Earth, Wind, and Fire type shit. For <laughs> sure, for sure. Man, well, shoot, let me, let me uh, ask you. I got one last question for you, man. And again, we talk about this 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 album. Uh, outside of the album, man, what's, 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 what's on your horizon, you know, for the next 12 months? Um, outside the album... Next 12, um, my own Rare Sound Festival in Atlanta. Mm. Um, of course, going on a uh, tour again. I got, uh, I got a contract coming in as far as like a big company got did so well touring this year. They want to uh, be involved and put money up for my next tour. So closing that deal. Yeah. Um, closing a big uh, partnership with a, with a major as far as uh, Kiss 6 involved. Um Bringing in more income to, to, to change uh, my life and people around me. Um, inspiring, you know what I'm saying? Just doing just doing what I'm doing on a higher level. Just keep taking it up every year. I just want to take it up higher. You know what I'm saying? I want to do shit that people think I couldn't do. I just want to prove, you know what I'm saying, everybody wrong. So I feel like I got the short end of the stick in this shit, and I got mm. to play catch-up. Mm. I didn't catch-up because I'm doing a hell of a job yeah. for what I do. You know what I'm saying? I had to start being grateful for what I got. But... It's a lot more I need to do. Yeah, you know sure. what I'm saying? So every year I'm just trying to elevate this shit a lot higher and a lot higher, a lot higher. So I get cool and I'm like, all right, I didn't, I didn't fuck the game up. Let me go chill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, how I for feel. Sure, for sure. I love to hear it, man. I love to, I love to hear the, the, the desire to continue to elevate, the desire to community, bring, mm-hmm. bring those around you along. Because uh, as we put ourselves in positions, those that are around us get elevates those exactly. to positions as well. And then we all able to get out exactly. here and, and, and get to things a, little, a lot better, man. Thanks. So, bro, we appreciate your time joining us here on the check in with Black Man's Little Brother. Man, uh, if, if they don't know how to follow you, man, where can, where can they find you? Uh, follow me on Instagram, K Camp. Everything K Camp. Uh, Want to book me? What's the number, Bo? We'll figure that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll get that too. I don't even like doing like the club. Yeah, I don't even like doing clubs no more. I like touring, so. For sure. You really yeah. can't book me unless I just want to get a little check real quick, but. For sure, for sure. Well, y'all, this has been another episode of the Check-In with Black Menswear live here in Atlanta. 
Uh, we appreciate our, our man K Camp coming in and joining us here on the Checking with Black Menswear on the Revolt Podcast Network. Yes, sir, Ski. Thank you for listening to the Check-In with Black Menswear. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about it. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Black Menswear. Check out and subscribe to the Black Menswear YouTube channel. And visit us online at www.weareblackmenswear.com to join the mailing list for ongoing updates for the Black Menswear Flash Mob Tour. Peace and blessings. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba. 